Hey there! Welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the quirky podcast that brings you writing tips and life tips. I'm Sean, and with me as always is Carrie Jones, New York Times and international best-selling author and awesome woman. I'm also Sean's wife, so he has to say that. We always start our podcast with a random thought, and then we go into the writing tip and the dog tip. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy! Hey, Sean K. It's Random Thought in the office, and this is going to be a fast podcast because we're tired. The dog is panting. Yeah, it's hot, man. It's hot. It's hot. But it's first thing in the morning. And it's still hot. Alright, man. Lay down, though. In the the background, you can hear the third podcaster, Gabby the dog, and her little doggy paws on the little doggy floor, tip-tapping away as she goes to hide underneath the desk. (laughs) Alright, speaking of hiding, or not hiding, or hiding in plain sight, uh, these people, right, human beings... I know. Real human beings. Um, somewhere. Oh, England. Right? Yes. It was a, this woman called Popo Frantic because yeah. there's a giant king cobra in the garden. A giant king cobra in the garden? Yes, which is really the lawn. Yeah. Um, they call the gardens lawn over there. They call the lawns gardens? Yeah, that thing. Really? I'm totally outside, man. I didn't know that. I make a lot of mistakes when I'm Anyway, so they found this, like, this woman's like, ah, there's a giant king cobra in my yard. Yeah. And then she calls the police. And she's like, yes, it moved. I think it moved. It's yes. just right there. I'm not 100% sure. And so they came and they said, oh, that is not a venomous snake on your chair. That is a plastic giant snake on your chair. <laughs> and it turned out after a bit of investigation that it actually belonged to the garden next door. Oh, really? Where a child lived. So they returned the snake to its rightful owner. And oh, yeah, how did it, but how did it, did it come alive overnight and crawl Possibly, next door? or maybe the little kid threw it over the, like, fence or something. They don't oh. really know. Um, but it's being returned home. And the, and the responding officers were like, I didn't know a lot about King Cobras, but once I was there, I was like, oh, I can kill 20 <laughs> men in that venom. And the, they're like, oh, glad I didn't know that ahead of time. Sometimes it's best to be dumb is the lesson there. Well, unless you try to catch it. What? Unless you try to catch it or something. I just like imagining them like going and sneaking up to this plastic toy. Oh, yeah. And then like lunging, grabbing it right behind its head. (laughs) And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) like that instant of joy when you've got the good catch. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. That lady must be terrified of this thing. I bet. If she said it moved and stuff. I know, that poor lady. Um, Speaking of stupid. Uh oh. Yeah. Not you, not even me, but these, oh, Australia's locked down right now, this part of Australia, especially because of the Delta variant oh, of COVID. Really yes. Wow. And so it, there, this is in New South Wales, and these two men have had to pay some fines yeah. because they went out to the beach, mm-hmm. and that's the main reason, right? But they were also naked. 
Because that's what makes the story really newsworthy. So these two guys are out <laughs> at a beach in New South Wales, and a deer came, and it spooked them. They were like, ah, deer! Yes. I'm not quite sure, but that's the official story. They got spooked by a deer? Spooked by a deer. And then they rushed into the forest. They ran into the forest away from that big scary deer with all their naked glory. (laughs) I forgot about that part. And so, um, (coughs) once they were in there... They got lost. They got lost in the forest, naked? Yes. You know, you always think of Australians as these big, tough human beings. You think of Thor. You think of, like, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, Crocodile You think of all those people, right? And, like, it's it's just so funny to hear stories that go against that stereotype, because obviously not everyone is Crocodile Dundee. So they didn't have big knives strapped to their naked waists. <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> so they were breaking the lockdown rules because they're sunbathing, but then of course they're naked. But then of course they got there spooked by a deer. Too? Um, I don't know. I mean, and then they got spooked by the deer. So then they got lost, and so then they were fined like so seven hundred, almost eight hundred dollars, and uh, they had to be rescued. <laughs> Holy Moses. Uh-huh. Yeah. How'd they get rescued? I don't know. They must have just had to, whoops, had to find them in the woods, and they rescued them. Sorry for the noise. Oh, that's all right. It's yeah. funny right there. <laughs> that blonde. It's difficult to legislate against idiots. <laughs> the commissioner said, and this article's from UPI.com. We'll have a link in our thing. But yeah, it is. It is difficult to legislate against idiots. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. It was a national park, too, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah, so another uh, line says that it was a national park. Oh, they snuck out into the Willywag Beach, huh? Like the boondocks. Well, it's COVID lockdown, so... I know, but Willywag means like your naked penis moving in the wind, oh, and they were sunbathing. That's right. The Willywag. I didn't say that on purpose, but that's totally perfect, yes. <laughs> Writing tip of the pod. Hey. Hey, that rhymes. I know. What's the title? It's the writing tip of the pod, and our title is... Dude, don't nod. For a mistake. Wait a minute. Can I make a guess about what this is about? Is this about having somebody move their head in an affirmative or negative movement, even when they say it in dialogue or something like that? It could possibly be that, yeah. Oh, okay. The roll on, baby. All right. So... Here in the land of writing advice, we try not to lay down too many edicts because edicts are prickly things. But we're going to put out four quick bits of writing advice that make you look a little more cool. All right, let's get started. All right, number one is... Nodding in acknowledgement. If you're a writer and you write... Carrie nodded in acknowledgement. Yes, she said. I do want to someday write a manatee. <laughs> the reader slash editor is going to think, what the what? So a lot of us writers worry that our reader isn't going to get it. They want to be helpful, right? Writer yeah. people. But in that example Sean just read, we have three ways the writer is telling us that I am agreeing. One. In acknowledgement, Carrie nodded. Oh! Jesus Christ. Those are, I thought those Jesus. were one. Sorry, God. Like Sorry. one total. Yeah, okay. 
So number one. Terry nodded. Number two. In acknowledgement. Number three. Yes, she said. I do want. So, all those ways. We don't need all those ways, right? Right. Trust your writing, trust yourself, and trust your reader. Number two. He thought to himself. So, the same kind of thing's happening there. Sean thought to himself. This is our example, ready? Sean thought to himself, Self, I am a pretty sweet man. So, unless your book is about telepathy or telepathic characters, hopefully manatees, you're always going to be... Thinking to yourself. So just write... Sean thought, I'm a pretty sweet man. Right? That's right, you don't have to put myself in there, right? Yeah, he doesn't have, Sean doesn't have to think to himself. Oh. Uh. To himself. Because we always think to ourselves. That's right. So don't write, I thought to myself, self, how are you today? <laughs> you know, just say, I thought, self, how are you today? It's easy. <laughs> that is, and I'm just now realizing that in your first sentence you had the actual word self. I did. As part of my thought to myself. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. You're a genius, baby. Oh, thank you. It's too early right now. Hot in here. It is getting warm. Hard to do a podcast. You're going to go have to go naked on Sunday somewhere. You can go naked right here. Uh Uh-uh. All right. So our third one is it's versus it's. And this is a little bit harder to explain via a podcast. So it's I-T apostrophe S versus I-T-S. Right? Yeah. So whenever you have an apostrophe in the middle of the world. (laughs) The world word. Let's start that over. Whenever you have an apostrophe in the middle of a word, it usually means one of two things. Right? One is that there's a letter missing and you're smushing, oops, two words together. Or two, it's showing possession. Right? Yeah. So. I-T apostrophe S. It's with the apostrophe means it is. Yeah. It always means it is. Always, always. And it's without the apostrophe means belonging to it. Belonging to it. Oh, you're right. So, it was early. It's so early, man. So, alright, here's our examples. Yeah. The werewolf ripped its tank top during the change and cried. <laughs> was it sad because it ripped its tank top? Yes. So that one, <laughs> there's no apostrophe in its because the tank top belongs to the werewolf, right? Yeah. Um, but here's another one. The werewolf said it's going down to J. Crew to get a new tank top. That one has an apostrophe because the werewolf said it is its it apostrophe s going down, right? <laughs> to J. Crew, hopefully when it's not in werewolf form. Uh, I like imagining it in werewolf form, just like heading in the crew. All right, so. Oh, we got another one. And the last one, right? Is it? I think maybe. Yeah. So we're. Versus were. Yep. Which is easier to say, but not always on the page, apparently. So, we're is W-E apostrophe. What? R-E. Right, man. W-E apostrophe R-E. And were is just W-E-R-E, right? Yeah. So, let's continue on that apostrophe train, man. Choo-choo. <laughs> we, we're, I never, in my head, I just want to say this. 
when I say that word, it's like automatically we are. Okay. Yeah. Not weird, you know what I mean? It's hard to say it. <coughs> it's also hard for Shawnee to not cough today. I know, I'm having troubles. Okay. But anyways, W-E apostrophe R-E, weird, has an apostrophe that's showing you that it really means we are. The apostrophe is standing in in for the A in R. <laughs> oh, that so sounds weird. good. No, it's that's so weird. weird. It's so, so weird. weird. Okay, the A in the R. It's standing in. For the A and R. A R E. It's like a little tongue twister. I know, man. So the were the were. W E R E. Is second person past tense, singular past tense, plural, and past subjunctive of the verb be. John just looked at me like, what the hell? Yeah, that's way too much for me. Okay. So we want to say, hey. The werewolves were changing in J. Crew because they were raging out over the lack of pink tanks with castles. <laughs> what kind of werewolves are these? We'd say, hey, the werewolves were changing, no apostrophe, in J. Crew because they were raging out over the lack of pink tanks with tassels. That's right. And similar, we'd say, we're, we're right? Yeah. We're werewolves, yeah. man. And we demand tanks with tassels. Got it? So. I'll bite your neck out. So we wouldn't say. Right here on the floor, Jay Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Violet. So we wouldn't say. We're werewolves, man. And we demand tanks with tassels. Got it? So there you go. Four. Very quick. (laughs) Those were good lessons, though. Especially the first one. With the nodding. Yeah, man. Who nods and says yes at the same time? Or shakes their head no and says no? All of us. Yes. All of us? No. no. Oh, you're saying. <laughs> if you're giving a super exuberant answer, yeah. maybe, but not normally. No. Dog tip for life. So, I was talking. How about we do a Sean tip for life here? A Sean tip for life? Yeah. No. Uh, okay, go ahead. Say something mean, I can tell. No, no, no. You just gave me that look. Well, that's because I give looks. It's my duty as your wife to give looks. The look of love. That's the look. That's the look. Um, <laughs> now I feel like. I didn't whispering in the microphone. Oh, come on, creepy. Creepy Carrie. (laughs) We are equal. Here in this household, we are equal opportunity. Somebody is creepy politicians, and we think Republicans and Democrats are capable of creepy things. That's for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Biden is not the only president we've ever thought was creepy. I'm nodding in acknowledgement. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to Sparty and Gabby about how writers do these things, right? Yeah. Like how we overwrite and how we'll be like, like you said in the beginning, like he was moving his head up and down, nodding in acknowledgement. Yes, he said, I agree, you know, like yeah. that. And they said, you know, it's because people don't rely on their senses enough. They, like, doubt themselves and their ability to communicate their ideas. So they just, like, it's not just in writing that they do that. They'll say, like, the damn thing to you, like, three times. They'll be like, sit, sit, sit. And, like, you know, like, you 
you might as well just wait it out to the third command because humans are always like, doing that. You get it? Humans, unlike dogs, don't trust their senses. And they live in the world a little bit lackadaisically because they're not usually in the moment. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the moment and you're really paying attention, you don't need to be told to sit three times. But you also don't need to tell everyone to sit three times. And you also, you know, you get your point across and you know that you've gotten your point across. Don't think ahead to the next paragraph all the time. Live in that one. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. The current paragraph. Live in the current paragraph. And that's our dog tip for life. Oh, that's a good one. Did you tell Sparty that if he sat the first time we told him to, we wouldn't have to say it three times? (laughs) Old man. Sparty, Sparty does it. We, you just have to think the words to get him. It's yeah. more Gabby who's like. Oh well, I think she's incapable yeah. of sitting because she's so old. Yeah, yeah, poor she's... baby dog. <laughs> hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe. We would very much appreciate it. Yeah, tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. All your friends. Hey. The music we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome and made available from the Creative Commons license. The artist and the song is Summer Spliff by Broke for Free. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Breakfast of Champions. Anyways. Um, oh, my word. What? What's new in your life, love? Well, we have a new podcast, Loving the Strange, which we live stream on my Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn on Fridays. Um... My Twitter and Facebook handles are Carrie Jones Books or Carrie Jones Books, C-A-R-R-I-E-J-O-N-E-S-B-O-O-K-S. Nice job. Yeah. That was rapid spelling. Thank you. And did you happen to have a new book coming out soonish? Soonish? Yes. I have a new book coming out soonish. And it's July release. And it is called Those Who Survive. It's July 1st, right? Yeah, man. Two days from now, I think. Yeah, the the tagline is sometimes it isn't safe to be smart. Oh, uh, sometimes it's not. I'm really into that tagline. <laughs> it's very murdery. So and it's very teen teens die. So like if you're not Some people might like to read it just because teens die. That would be a horrible reason. To hey, read maybe it. it'll be a bestseller with boomers. Oh my god. <laughs> Because teens were so mean to me. <laughs> you know. And my last book was The People Who Kill. Again, another super positive. Which is all of them up though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's one bad man, one big crime, one small town with a whole lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm cracked. I'm like, how do I write these horrible, little, deathy things? Little title. My brain is like pastel. The miniature book. Can you describe your book in eight words or less? <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe your life in eight words or less? Me? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I could probably do it in one word. Which is? I don't know. <laughs> blessed. Oh. Hashtag blessed. Man. You need the so in there, but then it would be two words. Yeah, that's Dang. Right. Dang. Dang? Dang. Dang. And what's the head movement for dang? The what? You know. Oh. Like nodding in it. <laughs>